Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. This is Michael McGuire and my company is McGuire Capital. If you'd like more information about today's show, you can always call during the show or after at 405-760-5863 or visit us online at mcguirecap.com. And while you're at my website, click on the radio page. You can check out past shows, subscribe to Apple podcast or Spotify there and listen to our shows. So, okay, let's talk about this. Now, when we need a new car or even something less expensive, like a TV or a pair of shoes, what do we do? We shop around because we want to get what we want at the best possible price. Isn't that true about most things in life? And it's very frustrating, and I've got had this one firsthand, is when you buy something like a TV on a Friday and just find out a week later the thing's on sale for 200 less than what you paid for it. <laughs> so, you know, something like health care is not easy and or even possible, you might think, to save money, right? Well, the price uh, that we pay for health care can actually – we can shop around with that and find out maybe some better bargains than we currently have. It turns out that if you give a little bit of research and a lot of hard work, you may be able to find the healthcare needs that will really uh, help you in, in fulfilling everything you really need it for, but it could also save you some bucks in your pocketbook. So uh, before I go too far along in this, I want to, introduce my co-host and by the way tony shore he is certainly a bargain at any cost <laughs> good one good one michael uh, great to be here thanks for having me on the show wow what what an introduction you flatter me again uh, and i think you spelled <laughs> out today's show really well but before we dive into that uh, i do want to say i had a great uh, week last week. I went to a family reunion. My wife and I went to my side, and uh, or family rebellion, as I like to call <laughs> it. <laughs> but no, it went well. It was great to see some family members I hadn't seen in a long, long time. So that was neat, uh, especially with COVID. We didn't have one last year, right? So uh, that that's interesting. Um, but at, at any rate, a great, great time. How about you? What have you been up to? It's so funny. We are on the same wavelength. I also went to a family reunion <laughs> in uh, a little place called Finn and Feather. It's by Lake Ten Killer here in Oklahoma. And uh, it was not a large gathering, but you know what? We had a lot of fun. It was short. It was a quick weekend, but uh, it was great seeing people and sitting around and visiting and we went out on a couple of boats a pontoon and somebody in the family had a had a um, a little faster boat and uh 
those of us <laughs> older stayed on the pontoon and yeah. it floated around while the kids went and you know got inner tubing and went all over the lake oh that's always fun yeah so they, it, it was a ball i got a little bit of sunburn on my bald head but that's okay <laughs> well yeah we actually had, we had about 38 people in oh, our that's, reunion that's a good and size it, and it was just we get together in a you know uh, a shelter at a park and and uh, everybody brings some food and we had some fried chicken so it was it was nice and we just sit around talking and and go around everybody says who they are where they're from and how they're related and yeah i thought that was really nice um but you know you picked the topic today healthcare speaking of seeing family members you know my mom and dad are having their health issues my dad's doing better but my mom has parkinsons and yeah it gets worse and worse, and boy, oh boy, uh, healthcare costs a lot, uh, and especially as we get older. So I'm really glad we're going to talk about this topic for a while today, Michael. And you know, as you explained, with things like you know, getting the latest gadget or a new suit, we generally can come up with a plan to get what we want at a better price. But with healthcare, it's not like insurance companies are putting inserts into the Sunday paper touting out how much better their prices are than the other guys are offering 50% off health insurance next week. So <laughs> I, I think yes. our audience, yeah, as well as myself, uh, we're going to be listening closely today on how to save on healthcare. Well, then let's get right to it. You know, I chose today's topic after I read a pretty interesting article, Tony, and I think um, that article is going to be an excellent resource for today's show. So I've got it handy. But the article notes that even if your employer picks up a sizable chunk, which most of them do, of your healthcare cost, you're likely to be forking over thousands of dollars every year. In fact, according uh, according to the uh, Kaiser Family Foundation, workers who have employer provided healthcare coverage, they still pay on average about $1243 a year for a single person. Uh, coverage and those with family, we see that number jump all the way up to fifty five hundred ninety eight a year coming out of your pocket. So, as for deductibles, the average single coverage is about sixteen hundred and forty four dollars, and for the family, that uh, is often seen around two thousand dollars for that deductible. So, uh, one wow. simple way, you know, yeah, and one simple way to keep your healthcare cost under control is to make sure that you stay in a plans network, Tony. And if you have a preferred, preferred provider plan or a PPO, they call them, uh, you may want to make certain that, um, you're staying within that plan because when you go outside that plan, that's where you're going to see some cost rack up. That's not going to be covered. So, uh, if you're part of that health maintenance organization, HMO, or commonly referred to as the HMO. I think everybody uh, are used to these terms because most of us have had these type of plans or currently do. You may have to open the mailbox once a day uh, and find that you've got a bill that's something you didn't realize was out of network. And, uh, you know, if you've got a large household uh, and you got kids playing sports and somebody gets hurt or whatever happens, and we've had this happen in, in, you know, you go see a doctor and find out, man, I really like that person, but they're not in my network. It, it's, it, it makes it tough. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And boy, healthcare, boy, I'm glad we're digging into this today because there are so many 
aspects to it and it can really derail people financially, especially. And, and you're right. I mean, health insurance is crazy. I mean, some of these plans are, you know, a thousand, two thousand $2,000 a month and the deductibles are high. So, uh, you really have to watch it. And, you know, uh, there are changes coming too. there's some impending legal changes, uh, to that situation out of network, uh, that may offer some degree of relief in the future. Isn't that right? Yeah. You know, there are, uh, although, you know, the size and the scope of that relief, it does remain to be seen, but beginning in 2022, federal law will actually Tony dictate that insurers must provide in network rates on on quote what, what they quote as saying a surprise medical bill so when a patient unknowingly receives emergency care from a provider that's outside their network that's a surprise and you can really hey it's tough you go to the mailbox and pull that bill out it's hard to walk into the house with it and yeah, it's so, too heavy to yeah, carry. <laughs> too heavy to carry for sure. So, um, and don't forget that you may receive one of those unpleasant surprise bills, even if you visit an in-network healthcare facility, uh, but meet with an out-of-network healthcare professional. And so, you know, like a doctor or an anesthesiologist that may be working on you. That that's that. Even though you went into the facility, that is, they, they may be out of network. So I think that's that, happened to me. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, had a, uh, the hospital was in network, but uh, the doctor or part of the bill wasn't covered because it said, oh, that the anesthesiologist and that particular doctor uh, aren't in our network. Oh. Can you believe they can do that? It, like, it just doesn't seem fair. And I think that's oh, what, yeah, Lakeview Hospital, that's covered. Oh, the doctor. Yeah, the doctor that worked on you though wasn't, so yeah. we're not going to cover it. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, that that's is not right. Un- no, and and I cannot believe you know I'm I'm not for a lot of government regulations, but boy, they need to crack down. I, I think insurance companies sometimes get away with uh, too much uh, as far as denying coverage. So I mean, when you think about it, Michael, insurance companies uh, and our listeners may or may not know this, but uh, health insurance companies actually have somebody sitting there, uh, a lot of the companies, not all, uh, but they employ full-time people to find ways to deny claims. That's their whole job <laughs> is to figure out how to deny claims. Like, okay, is there a loophole where we can deny this claim? And that's, you know, they're trying to crack down on that, but there are some companies that do that and they, they have people working on it full-time so they don't have to pay claims. And that is not right. So um, I'm glad that there might be some relief in that out of network, uh, you know, issue and, uh, a surprise, you know, you, you mentioned healthcare surprise. It, it doesn't sound like a surprise. A surprise is usually a good thing. That, that sounds like a good old fashioned kick in the teeth. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, I'm laughing, but that it's not a laughing matter at all. It, it's funny, you know, <laughs> That's true. So, some doctors are great. Uh, yeah. You know, in a prior life, which is over 30 years ago, when I'm just out of college, I went for, to work for a company called EDS, Electronic Data Systems. It's Ross Perot's old company in Dallas, Texas. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I was on a team there that we were making, we were writing programs to, to get through a doctor would bill for 
X, Y, Z, you know, cut a person open and, and not, not in these layman terms, but they would bill for that. And then they do a separate bill for this and a separate bill for that to gain more money in the computer program bundled together and says, uh, wait a minute, that is X, Y, Z procedure. You're just trying to separate bill and collect more. And, you know, um, so the, it's interesting. Um, we put doctors on pedestals and, and oftentimes we should, um, but I got to see the underneath of the belly and, and, and realize because at the time EDS was doing this for general motors, they had purchased EDS and they have a tremendous population of employees, especially at that time, 30 years ago. And it's very interesting to see, uh, how this medical game is played and, uh, insurance companies, uh, go overboard anymore i think to deny and yeah uh yep. b- but but sometimes they're you know i get what they're coming from when you when you have some people billing you know inappropriately and and just you know taking advantage of the system so i'm right yeah. there with you on that one uh it does still feel like an old-fashioned kick in the teeth and uh if you find yourself in the middle of that scenario you can appeal those charges directly with your insurance company but also bear in mind that several states have their own laws that are designed to guard against those unexpected huge bills that can come your way. So it might be a pretty wise play for you to find out what your home state spells out. Cause Tony, um, you know, oftentimes, uh, there are laws for consumers that can help protect us. So it's important to get a hold of your state and representatives and, 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 and be aware of the rules of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's key. Uh, be aware of rules of the game. Uh, I think that's really, really important. And, you know, uh, obviously, th- you know, it's interesting because uh, another potential way to provide yourself with increased protection against those surprise healthcare expenses is to work with somebody like yourself. Michael, a financial services professional who's going to have that experience and insight you need to build a strong healthcare strategy that's going to fit all of your retirement goals, right? Oh, absolutely, Tony. I think the next way to save money on healthcare expenses is to make sure that you're taking advantage of your plan's preventative care services. And many health plans cover certain preventative services, Tony, uh, without sending you a bill. So even if you do hit your deductible or you haven't, if you haven't hit the deductible and everybody listening knows that, let's say you have a $2,000 deductible. Well, what that means is you're going to be out of pocket 2000 before that insurance coverage kicks in. And, but some of these, uh, providers, blue cross blue shield here in Oklahoma, uh, I know that they have some preventative things that they offer me. That's who I have my coverage with that would allow me to to take advantage of those without worrying about whether I've hit my deductible or not. Even some high deductible plans cover health care for chronic conditions, you know, like insulin, diabetes, uh, stents for heart disease before you even reach your deductible. So you need to be aware of those things. You know, preventative care often includes um, things like um, screenings for depression, for blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes. So it's important to understand that policy and take advantage of things you can do without even hitting your deductible. So I'd encourage our listeners to go visit healthcare.gov 
and I want you to search for preventative care benefits and research some of those things that typically fall under the preventative care services. On that site, you'll see very comprehensive list of preventative cares broken down for both adults. Uh, you'll see it broken down for women, children, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great resource. So once again, that is healthcare.gov. And finally, you should note that uh, preventative services may only come at no cost to you when you're provided the, uh, provided by a doctor or healthcare professional that's in your service. So in other words, you still are probably going to have to go see that uh, healthcare professional that's inside your network, even though your deduct deductible has not been met to qualify for it. So important tip. Um, go ahead and, and, and visit healthcare.gov. Check out preventative care benefits there. Yeah. Well, and, and there, there it is. It's the in-network uh, issue once again. Yes. And yes. Uh, I, hope, I hope they do fix that. And, and let me give that website address one more time, Michael. It's healthcare.gov. That's healthcare.gov. And then you search for preventative care benefits, preventative care benefits. And, uh, you know, ultimately, like you say, preventative care might not only save you some money, it might also prevent uh, or slow down some of the medical conditions that can negatively affect, you know, your physical and social activities that are going to make retirement so much fun. So it, it's a it's win-win yep. there if you stay on top of that. And I'm glad you brought that up, Michael. Um, you know what? Do you have anything else for us before we take a quick break here? Well, I just want to tell you that, you know, when we do our financial planning, um, we're looking at both your assets and your liability side. And we're looking at your 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 health, your health care. What, what are you doing? Are you taking proper advantage of what's being offered to you? We're looking at Medicare when you hit 65 and, 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 um, start taking advantage of the knowledge that we can provide you. Um, also, uh, it's kind of the whole picture. So healthcare for me is such a large chunk. I mean, if you don't think healthcare is expensive, try going without any coverage and having God forbid something like cancer or heart attack. I mean, it can wipe you out. So, uh, extremely expensive when, when you're not, uh, being assisted by an employer when you're having to go buy it on your own, let's say you're self-employed. Um, it's, it's hard to write those checks each month if you've been relatively healthy for, for most of your life. But man, once you, uh, have that event that, um, you know, you wasn't planning for it, that's when you appreciate it. So if you've got questions about this, give us a call at 405-760-5863. Visit me at my website at mcguirecap.com, and we would love to book a no-obligation appointment with you and just kind of review uh, where you are today. All right. Well, that sounds great. And, Michael, great show so far today. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, but then we're going to be back with more of the Bull and Bear Show and our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At McGuire Capital, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we have put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 
888-5863 or mcguirecap.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. Welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. This is Michael McGuire, and my company is McGuire Capital. I'm here each and every week, and we hope to enlighten you with new topics. Today's topic is all about healthcare, and healthcare plays such a tremendous role for most of us. Uh, I would say the majority of us. And as we get older, guess what? Things break down, and it's so no. important. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, you and me both are about the same age, and 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 you just, you know, when you're in your 20s and 30s, you, gosh, you just think. You, you know, I'm immortal. I have no, you know, nothing to worry about. And all of a sudden, man, I feel like I'm 90. Some, sometimes I've, I've had some, <laughs> I've had some back pains, you know, lately. Well, and, and uh, you know, I mean, you're in top physical form. I probably oh, have more to worry about. Absolutely. You know like a, yeah. yeah, like a Greek god, perfect body. You're like a gazelle. Uh, the, term <laughs> not. I, term, the term I like to use. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you know, know what? This has go ahead. Go ahead. Go <laughs> this ahead. This has been a great well, this has been a great show. I was just saying, uh I, I think this is really good. But you're right. You you wanna staying healthy is important because as you've pointed out, healthcare costs can get expensive. <laughs> no, so for sure. And that's important. It is so important to, uh, uh, to really understand what your coverage is. And yeah. if you've got questions about that, just, just bring it in to us. Let us, we'll help you look and see, you know, what you currently have and, and your HR department should be a, a really good resource for you. A lot of people just get caught up at work and they don't want to think about it. And, and it's right. a big mistake just showing up to the doctor and have not planned ahead of, of you know, your doctor. I'm guilty. Yeah. Let me tell you a little, gri- I'm going to gripe a little bit, folks. Yeah, so okay. I, uh, I have not been to my primary care doctor in three, three and a half years, at least, at least that long. Oh my goodness. And I just haven't had a need. Now I go in, I, I have, I'm, I'm a diabetic. I have a diabetic doctor I go to. At regularly and check my oh, one and all that and and my mom had some skin cancer and so i'm bald-headed and i'm irish and light skin and i go see dr your rice in norman oklahoma and, and uh great guy and he's been in business longer than me um uh, but he checks me out and and um anyway but i haven't really had a need to go in and see a primary doctor well my back i moved a bunch of furniture my back's been killing me and, um, I have taken care of this, uh, or at least started the process with a chiropractor friend of mine, but I called my primary doctor to get, to get in and, and talk to him. And they said, uh, Mr. McGuire, you are no longer a patient. And I go, what are you talking about? I've been a patient for over <laughs> 20 years. Well, you haven't been in here in three years. And I said, well, put me back on the list. He goes, he's not accepting new patients. And I'm like, what? Oh. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? And I love this guy. This guy's got the best bedside manners and, and me and him, we get along great. And, uh, uh, but it's, it's out of his control. It's he's with uh, a Norman Regency, this group in Norman and in that hospital kind of dictates how his business gets run. And I, I was so upset. I mean, Oh, I can't tell you, Tony, because you, you trust. It's like when somebody comes to me, they end up trusting me and 
I, I'm, I've, I've got their finances in my hand helping them. And, and my doctor, I trust him. And he was great. And then, then to be told, um, he's not accepting new patients. I'm like, really? So healthcare, it's important. Um, thank goodness my deal is, you know, not earth shattering. And, and I'm in search right now of somebody in network um, that is going to be a good provider. Can you call for me. him? I bet he has some influence. You should. Uh, I, I, I should. I just got to figure out how to get the guy's number outside of work, or maybe I just keep leaving messages till I get a hold of him because he's such a good guy. And yeah. you know, and he had he would some of these doctors come in and out. You know, spend no time with you. We yeah. would, we would talk. He really. I felt like he cared about me and that's important yeah. to me. It, it's a, it, it should important. be important to anybody when you're, when you're dealing with, whether it's your finances or your health, you want somebody that you're not just a number. You're not just, you know, um, somebody that, that exactly. Well, a, that's a, a horror. That's a horror story right there. It I, is. I bet you were upset. That's it just, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> oh yeah. It I is. would be too. I would be too, yep. but that's interesting. Uh, I'm glad you actually told that story for those of us, our listeners or myself. It's like, okay, I got to think if I want to, you know, I better maintain that. Uh, I think you have to go in once a year. I and guess so, I should have done that, you know? Yeah. But that's my point. A lot of time, men and women, um, life's going good. They don't have problems and they don't go in for that checkup. Well, it's the same thing in what I do for a living. The market's going well. Uh, you think everything uh, will not change. And people you need an advisor that is going to 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 really encourage you to come in for that checkup sometimes it's quarterly sometimes it's semi-annually sometimes it's annually but you need to that to maintain that relationship especially with your health and especially with your finances and so such a great topic today i think um, that, that is broader than most people feel like a financial advisor, uh, would be getting into with them. And, and you want an advisor that, that gives you the whole picture. So, uh, yeah, that for sure. The, yeah. And, um, I think that article went into something, Tony, it was called telehealth services and mm. it's a great way to save money on healthcare. Now it's going to take some time to get used to it. And through the use of telehealth, um, We've seen that that service during COVID-19 pandemic, it skyrocketed because what people didn't get out, right? You, you couldn't get out uh, or be allowed in. And so we, we've seen this getting more and more uh, popularity on little things that you can visit with your doctor online. Uh, when I first heard about it, I'm like, no way. I mean, your doctor can't physically, you know, check your, check your heart rate and, and your, your lungs and all that. But, but it's amazing uh, how far along they've come with, along with this. And if you're living rural, like many of us in Oklahoma do it, it, and if we get older, it becomes harder and harder to, to, uh, go to the city to, to, you know, make that track out. And so I think the telehealth services part is interesting. I think, uh, it really is an advantage, uh, especially to a lot of our rural, uh, residents and people that are, are getting up in age where they just don't feel comfortable driving uh, in high traffic areas. So really glad to see that progression is happening. Um, I'm still a, you know, a guy that wants to see somebody face to face, but on little things, my wife has used it and loves it. 
Right. Well, and there you go. I mean, uh, yeah, and I've used it some. Uh, during COVID, I had to have some uh, appointments and uh, did it virtually. So that's yep. that's good. And, uh, you know, it, a lot of people are uncomfortable with technology, so maybe that's not as good for them. But telehealth and using these virtual is one uh, that we've used for the kids. Uh, you know, you make a phone call and they, and they do it. I, I think that's great. And you know, I'm sure at least some of our listeners today might think a virtual medical appointment would be cumbersome from a technology standpoint. But really, uh, you know, sometimes it's just a phone call. Uh, sometimes the technology is actually pretty user friendly. It is. You know, I think you're right on that one. Virtual meetings and technology has come a long way in really just a few years. Kind of we were forced to do it. You know, I didn't even know what a Zoom call was until this pandemic happened. Um, another way that you can save a few bucks, though, on your health care is to make your appointments after you've hit that deductible. So as you have things happen and once you cross over, you have spent the money that they want you to spend out of pocket, which is your deductible, then start scheduling. Get, catch up with those doctors that you have not. Maybe you've got specialists. And that's when it's time to get in there and get it done before the end of the year so that your your deductible, as everybody knows, will restart at the end of the year. So take advantage of, uh, I wear a CPAP. Good example. I am waiting for my deduct deductible to, to cross that threshold, which it's about to do. And guess what I'm going to be doing? Ordering all new supplies because I need them. Yep. Me too. That's the same. I use a CPAP and I always wait to, uh, to get my supplies because they, they can be expensive. Yes. Like getting a new, you know, the, the hose and the mouthpiece and all that stuff. It, it just, they charge a lot for it. If you, if it's not covered by, uh, you know, it's not covered by your insurance. That's for sure. I mean, yep. uh, I think that's, that's really smart. So, um, you know, and you know, I've used that strategy and it, it's worked well, except for the year I forgot to consider that my deductible starts over at the end of the plan year. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. forget that and then you start spending and uh, I was frustrated with myself uh, there so yep you live and you learn Tony yep. you know Exa on, exactly on previous shows we've chatted often about the importance of ensuring uh, that you're taking advantage of your employer match when it comes to your 401ks so it's much the same way with your health care if your employer is kicking in money to your health care savings account or your flexible spending account, don't miss out on that. You know, that's money that's being set aside for you to use for these type of expenses. So be aware that some employers will only match your, contrib your contribution or require participation in the wellness program to receive the money. So additionally, many companies and organizations provide complimentary access to programs that are designed to help you lose weight, or designed to help you stop smoking. So some companies incentivize these programs with breaks on your monthly premiums. So it's back to knowing the rules. Get that book, that health care coverage book from your employee and employer. And um, if you want to, we can sit down together and go through it. But you need to take advantage of all those things. Oh, for sure. I, I think you do. And I think that uh, it's really important to work with somebody like yourself 
Uh, and, you know, there's a lot. And uh, I mean, if you're a smoker and your company offers free access to a program to help you quit and you get a premium ba- uh, break and your premium for participating, well, that's a win-win. And that's cutting down health care costs right there. Absolutely. You know, I mean, in more ways than one. <laughs> in more ways than one. You know, I mentioned health savings accounts just a little bit ago. And let's go into a little bit more detail of what they are. So, more commonly referred to as HSAs, health savings accounts, are a really a potentially excellent way that you can save money for your health care. So if you have a high deductible plan, let's say in 2021, you can contribute $3,600 if you have self-coverage and $7,200 if you have a, a family plan, Tony. So... Uh, and also note that if you're 55 years or older, you can actually put an additional thousand, they call it a catch-up deduction, in there or contribution in there. So HSAs, again, that's health savings accounts, are funded with pre-tax dollars. So pre-tax, that means money before you uh, it gets reported. Uh, so it's pre-tax money. And guess what? It's going to grow inside that account for you uh, tax-deferred. So you may then withdraw that money as you need for those eligible medical expenses. So it's a great way to put money aside, not pay taxes on it while you, while you are saving it as it grows inside that savings plan there, it's tax deferred. Take advantage of that. Well, yeah, HSAs are a great way uh, to save and it helps with taxes and it helps cover expenses that you're going to be paying for anyway. So why pay extra tax on that? And uh, I think that's what makes an HSA great. And it's kind of forced savings to help cover those medical bills. And, uh, you know, your healthcare strategy, that's a major component of your financial and your retirement strategy. So I'd urge our listeners out there, if they aren't doing so already, to work with somebody like yourself, Michael, to give you a call. And I know you'd be willing to examine their current healthcare coverage to determine how well it's going to fit into their broader financial strategy. Absolutely. You know, if you have access to a flexible spending account or an FSA through your employer, you are currently can contribute up to $2,750, Tony, in pre-tax dollars. And you can then withdraw that money tax-free for certain medical expenses. So one note here, some people use FSAs, flexible spending accounts, to fund children uh, or elder care. And those limits are different. But if you're using an FSA uh, funds for medical expenses, the limit is $2,750. So ultimately, you can withdraw from your HSA, all these acronyms, in your FSA money tax-free to cover those deductibles, those co-pays, that co-insurance. So if you're not taking advantage of these programs, if they're offered to you, you're missing out. You know, furthermore, money from these accounts can be used on things like glasses, medical monitoring equipment, uh, testing devices. So I think that... Um, the rules that we're getting ready to see that are going to be uh, implemented and the ones that were implemented in 2020, you can use those accounts to cover over-the-counter medications like pain relievers uh, that are over-the-counter, cough syrup, 
antihistamines. There's lots of things that you can use that that uh, money for. And so, once again, knowledge is power. If you don't know what you have, you need to speak to somebody like myself, somebody that can help you. You need to pick up phone and talk to your HR department and get to the bottom of what you actually have. Yeah, I, 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 I really uh, think that's great. And you have to have that healthcare strategy once again. And, and again, you're more than willing to help our listeners out there figure out how all this fits into their overall financial strategy, right? Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. That's what we want to do, Tony. We want to help people see how this component fits in with that total uh, retirement planning. And, uh, you know, speaking of retirement, our listeners should know that HSA funds do not expire. So those health savings account funds, they don't have an expiration date on them, which makes it a great tool to stock, stock money away from medical expenses that are going to occur, you know, even after you're working, Tony. So an excellent place to put money. Uh, Medicare Parts B and D premiums, as well as Medicare Advantage premiums, are HSA eligible. And so uh, are long-term care and insurance premiums up to certain limits. They're also eligible. So home improvement projects designed to help address a medical condition um, it's like, you know, if you widen a doorway, uh, you're putting, had to put support bars in for a shower, all of those things, the money in your SSA, um, our HSA program can actually be used to take care of those costs. So HSAs, uh, have a lot of detail and nuances, but, um, and when you look at it, I'll be honest with you, it can become overwhelming, but don't hesitate to give us a call. You know, we can be reached at 405-760-5863. We can help look and see what you currently have. See if you're taking advantage of everything that's offered to you. You know, in today's time, you really should uh, understand what you have. And there's so many people out there that have a great plan, but they're just not fully utilizing it. You've been talking about some of the ways that we can possibly provide ourselves with the necessary healthcare while also saving a few bucks in the process. And, you know, that's what we all want to do. Any way we can minimize healthcare costs. I mean, we talk a lot about the big things you need to minimize as we get closer to retirement and to save money and to be financially free. And one of the things is minimize the tax burden. And we've talked about that. Now, today we're talking about minimizing those healthcare costs. What do you have for us in our final segment? You know, the article that I read explained that deducting medical expenses is another way, Tony, that you can help get the health care you need without blowing your finances. So you need to realize if you itemize deduct then uh, on your taxes, then you're allowed to deduct qualified medical and dental expenses that your insurance company does not cover that are greater than 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. So there's a hurdle that you have to, but you need to take advantage of that. If those expenses are greater than 7.5% of what you're making, your adjusted gross income, then you can certainly write those things off as deductions. Wow. I bet a lot of folks didn't know about that. Nope. And that's that's kind of combining those two that we talk about a lot, and that's taxes and, of course, health care costs. 
Uh, so work, uh, you know, with a CPA, but also make sure that you have somebody that has the big picture once again in mind, the overall financial strategy. And Michael, that's where you come in. Uh, you can look at that. I, I think that's great. Um, you know, and anything that maybe helps uh, save money on prescriptions is also a welcome relief, right? That is for sure. <laughs> no doubt, yeah. Tony. Uh, hey, switching to generics is another great way to save money on your medications that you need. And listen, they some people have hangups doing this. I have found really no difference and uh my wife has a, a blood pressure a medicine that she wants that original one and that and she switched over some generics with no problems but that particular drug um she likes it to be uh the, from the original manufacturer so but if if you don't have a hang up with that what a great way um because those generic versions are the same medication, uh, you know, they're regular, highly regulated. So there you go. That's another way to do it. Uh, the article noted that generics can cost, now get this, as much as 85% less than the brand name version. Well, you got to remember those brand name version, uh, versions, if I can say that right, um, they spend a lot of money on developing the drug researching and they they had a patent and that prevented generics from coming in but once that has expired uh in other words the original manufacturer of that drug has recouped their cost in research and development then it opens it up for generics to enter that same um field and those generics are going to be made the exact same way because now it's no longer proprietary and those ingredients are open. So please uh, explore that. If you could save 85% on some medical cost uh, prescriptions, that that's very significant. Um, and hey, if a generic version is not available, ask your doctor whether there's a similar medication that may be able to treat your condition exactly the same way or just as effective uh, that has generics. And so don't be afraid to have that conversation because a good medical doctor will care about you and will also understand that it matters in your pocketbook. So finally, websites like goodrx.com. Hey, goodrx.com could have some coupons that could go ahead and save you money. So explore that as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's huge. That's, that's another great way. Uh, to save uh, on healthcare. And, you know, obviously we want to save on uh, all of it. And, you know, it's certainly encouraging to know there are ways to save on medications and prescriptions. And that's essential. I mean, those things are essential to our health. And I know my parents, you know, my mom has Parkinson's and there's a lot of medication uh, that's needed. And those, uh, those prescription prices can really add up. Absolutely. I mean, Hey, it, it, it's pretty tough on, on people on fixed income. Maybe they haven't planned as yeah. much. Uh, they didn't have the opportunity to meet with somebody like myself and, uh, it, it's important. So, you know, help out. That's our, that's our duty in life is to help our brothers, sisters out. Yeah. So if you know somebody that's not taking advantage of some of these ideas that we're doing, give them my number and let us try to help them. So, um, in fact, you know, here's another way 
to potentially save money on prescriptions. If you order Tony 90 day supplies rather than the typical 30 days, you're going to find, um, well, for example, without insurance, Walmart charges $4 for a 30 day supply while they charge $10 for a 90 day supply. So take advantage of that, that 90 days. Uh, yep. Also, mail order medications, which generally come in 90 day supplies, they really uh, can be money savers, also. That's true. And, and you mentioned goodrx.com, and, and that's a, a way to potentially find coupons for medication. But I, I know that site, as well as uh, singlecare.com and wearex.org. Uh, they use your zip code to help you compare prices at multiple retailers, and that's very helpful. Excellent point. Uh, yes, singlecare.com, uh, wearex.org. Those websites allow you to do um, you know, a lot more than just compare prices. In some instance, instances, the cash price with that coupon that you might get from GoodRx, it, it could be cheaper than what you'd pay when you're using your insurance. So, uh, gosh, take advantage of the technology we have today with great websites. Don't forget that some pharmacies also have their own discount and loyalty programs. I know for a fact that Walgreens has a prescription savings club. I think it costs like $20 a year for an individual and 35 for a family. And hey, they have discounts as much as 80% on cash drug prices. So visit needy, N-E-E-D-Y, meds, M-E-D-S, dot org. So that's needymeds.org for more information on discounts and assistance programs. That's all, all, all that said, it's important to note that you generally can't use coupons or discount programs using your insurance with your insurance. So that means that purchasing medication with a coupon or through a discount program will not count against your deductible. So I want you to be aware of that. But, you know, it's dollars and cents. If you can save money, um, then that's something I want you to be aware of. Yeah. Yeah, and we all want to save money, obviously. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, definitely. So. It's clear we can shop around, utilize various tools to save money on medications. Uh, but I'm curious, is it possible to compare prices for medical procedures? Very possible, Tony. In fact, comparing prices for multiple medical facilities, it could end up saving you a huge sum of money. So generally speaking, things like x-rays, let's say you need an MRI, minor procedures, are less costly when they're done at medical facilities that are not owned by that hospital, believe it or not. So visit healthcarebluebook.com to access a free tool that provides estimates of the cost of procedures in your home area. So once again, that's healthcarebluebook.com, all one word. And they're going to look around where we live, where you live, and they're going to give you some estimates of what that procedure that you need done should be costing. Also, fairhealthconsumer.org. That's fair, F-A-I-R, healthconsumer.org. You can compare in-network prices against the uninsured pricing 
for various procedures in your community. So you can just check it out and see which, which place would save you more money, whether it's private paying it or actually using your, your insurance company. But more importantly, you can find out uh, if you're getting price gouged a little bit on that procedure because you can shop around and see uh, what, what the going area has for that certain procedure as a cost. Sure. Sure. And, and um, I, I think I know the answer to this question, but I want to go ahead and clarify something here. Once we've chosen a health plan, are we locked into it forever? Terrific question. And the answer is no. No, you're not locked in it forever. As a matter of fact, during open annual enrollment windows, you have the opportunity to reconsider all of your options. If your health status or your family status has changed, you may want to find a more suitable deductible or premium for you. A Medicare plan should also be reviewed yearly. I would encourage you to call us. Uh, I have a person on staff, Justin Dotson. That is his department with us, and he is on top of it. And just give me a call at 405-760-5863. I'll put you, just tell me that you're calling about Medicare. I'll put you in touch with Justin. And uh, you need to be especially aware that insurance companies that offer Part D uh, change their benefits, premiums, co-pays annually, which means it's really essential for you to really review those Medicare strategies when you receive your notice of a change. So every September, so keep us in mind for that. We, we try to be a one-stop shop and, uh, I have experts in the field on staff and, uh, we want to look at your whole picture. So keep us in mind. Yeah, and I think that's really good. And I know that Justin does that. And plus, he's a great guy. Uh, yes. So that's, that's helpful. Now, uh, and we often talk about when it comes to your retirement strategy and your financial strategy, you don't need to go it alone. Uh, you need to put someone knowledgeable in your corner, right? A absolutely. And, you know, a financial service professional is certainly going to help you make some choices that are more well let's just face it if you're if you're relying on advice of somebody that's been there and done that that has value and i really encourage i hope it's me i hope it's my team but i i would whoever it is a lot of these things you know don't just go on it on your own you only know what you know to ask and there's a lot of things that you may not know um so don't be afraid. Pick up the phone. Call us. Let me evaluate. You know where you are currently. If it if it takes a specialist, we, that's what we have. We have from long term care, uh, life insurance, Medicare, um, uh, certainly health care. We, we can we can help you from on the growth side. Uh, taking advantage of you know individual stocks and mutual funds and. CDs and all those things to the safe side, taking advantage of fixed index annuities. We're here to, to get that total holistic approach where you are in life, what you're currently utilizing, what your employer offers you. Um, there are some wonderful plans out there 
uh, and then there's some real stinkers out there. So uh, we're going to tell it straight to you and, and help you, um, you know, do the best that you can where you currently are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's huge. And you don't have to go it alone. Knowing yes. that is, is really, really important. And I think this has been a great episode today. Do you have any other info for us before we, uh, finish the show up? Well, whether it's, uh, stocks to mutual funds, to your healthcare needs, to putting money away for that rainy day fund to actually, uh, planning and getting a true plan for your retirement in your retirement years, shifting from accumulating money to actually in the distribution phase, as we call it, let us be your resource, no obligation. You'll find that I'm as easy going as I am on the radio. I'm not high pressure. I don't believe in that. I believe in laying the facts out, being honest, looking you in the eye and, and really being somebody that you get to know, like, and trust. So all that starts with a phone call at 405-760-5863. Once again, that's Michael McGuire at 760-5863. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next week, God bless. All right, we're going to end it right there. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.